Hello, everybody. Welcome to Kickstarting Your Life and your journey with Kickstart Katie. With me, I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so excited and glad that you're listening. Stay tuned because today we're going vulnerable, okay? This is my second episode. I've done a few other episodes just with starting your own business, um, but I'm new to this, and it's scary to put yourself out there. It's so scary, okay? But one of the things I've been thinking so much about lately is mother and daughter relationships, specifically when a daughter has health challenges or um, food allergies or... I mean, just whatever it is, if there's a if there's a little girl that's struggling with her health, that's struggling with food allergies, food sensitivities, and so forth, um, and you have a mom that's trying to help her through that, how do you balance that, okay? So moms or daughters, whoever you are, let me tell you a little bit about my story, okay? So when I was eight, my stomach started to be really bloated, my moods decreased, I was just not a happy kid, I lost my personality, my spunk, um... I had mental, just foggy brain, just like, I couldn't think straight, I wasn't doing as well in school, I had really bad seasonal allergies, I would miss school, it wasn't anything too crazy, but it was a big enough difference for my mom to notice that a change needed to be made, okay, and my mom is such a saint, I love her to death, she has the most beautiful heart I've ever experienced in my life, um, and so obviously, as my mom, and as someone who loves me and cares about me, she came in and she did her best to help me make changes, okay, but I am stubborn, I am like the most stubborn little girl, um, or I was the most stubborn little girl, but also at the same time, as a new mom, or not necessarily new mom, but as a mom facing a new experience with helping a kid through health challenges, um, she struggled through knowing what to do, and we've talked so much about this, and so much about what went well and what didn't went well and the long-term effects and the emotional effects that come because as you know if you're dealing with that you don't want to cause emotional challenges or emotional problems on your kid or problems with food or just problems with how they view their bodies like as moms if you're a mom listening I know you right you're on here because you love your child whatever they're going through you just want the best life for them and that's what my mom wanted for me as well so today I want to tell you about some of the challenges that we faced and and I also did some research about how best to help your kids through health challenges and having good relationships with food and with their bodies when they're when they have to make changes with their nutrition or when they need to uh, make changes with their exercise and how to do that then the best way possible. Um, and later on I'll actually I'm gonna come on and do another little um, interview session with my mom where we're both just gonna talk about our experience and kind of come together and help spread and some light and share some light on this topic because it's such a such a hard one it's such a hard one so we're just going to dive straight into it um okay but if you've read my story on instagram you know kind of my background if you haven't go check it out um you'll be able to learn more from there but i just want to dive straight in to it here um but for me personally let's just we're just going to dive in um i Whenever my mom kind of, she started taking me to doctors, right, and I didn't respond super well. I was super young. I didn't know what was going on, and then we'd leave the doctors, and they handed us pills, and I'm like, I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do. Like, you want me to take these stupid freaking pills? Like, this isn't going to work, and I just was not excited, okay? I was not excited, 
and I pushed them away, and, like, sometimes I'd be like, okay, like, in the beginning, I remember thinking, okay, like, this is gonna help me, this is gonna help me feel better, so I was excited, so I went forward with it, um, but over time, three months passed, and I'm like, okay, these pills, I'm, like, kind of getting bored of them, I don't take them as much, my mom kind of let off with them, and, and then we're both sitting there, like, okay, we just spent all of this money, at the time, my mom didn't have a lot of money, um, my mom, we just, like, moved from Australia, and we're just working on getting our, um, lives set up, you know, and it was so, so hard, because my mom's sitting there thinking, here's all of this money, hundreds of dollars wasted in pills and supplements to help my daughter, and she's not taking them, and I don't, and she's a mother of five, so she doesn't have energy to give, like, all of this energy to give just to me, right, it was just such a hard time, and long story short, I kind of resented her for a lot of the, um, health, just like healthy habits that she tried to implement in my life. And overall, I kind of became very restrictive with food and I had to be, um, and I'm glad that I was now, but at the time, I mean, I, it kind of threw me and the more that the more I felt restricted, the more I ate. So it got to the point where I just craved sugar all day long. Like if I was in a party with a bunch of people, I didn't really care. I just wanted to go have some sugar or I just like, I just wanted to eat all the time. I was never, ever full. I never felt full. And it wasn't that I was hungry. It's just that my mind was constantly thinking about a snack or a treat or a food or something that tasted good. I'd sneak foods. I'd, you know, do whatever. And my mom's trying to figure out what the heck's going on. And she doesn't want me to have health challenges. And she was very conscious of her health and dealing with her own health challenges as well. So that was a challenge on on all ends of of us but what I did appreciate that she did was she just kind of sat me down like I think she did her best to like help me understand what the doctors were saying but um we would talk a little bit about what was going on and that was very helpful so the first thing that I recommend if you have a kid that's in this if you're in the same boat okay just like sit sit your child down and tell them how much you love them tell them tell them what you appreciate about them Tell them what they're doing good, okay? Just tell them, tell them what they're doing good and spread some love and light and positivity and, and help connect them to, like, why you love them so much and be like, hey, because I love you, like, I want the best life for you and I want you to be happy and healthy and strong and you have the most amazing body and our bodies are gifts and we're just so blessed to have bodies regardless of how they work. Um, you know, so just, like, transition very very well. I mean, it doesn't have to be this perfect conversation, but, um, just do your best and that will absolutely be enough. Um, but tell them how much their bodies matter and how important their bodies are for them and to you. And because of that, you want to help them have the healthiest life possible so that their body can be strong and it can work so they can run and feel happy and they can feel energized and, and just joyful, you know, so that they can be just happy, you know, keep it simple with kid terms, right, um, and then slowly transition that to, like, hey, there's, there's some things that's been going on, like, have you noticed, hey, if they have, if they're having a hard time going to the bathroom, that's, like, one of the most common problems with food allergies, um, like, hey, you've had a really hard time going to the bathroom lately, like, just tell them, say, hey, like, that, that's something that we can actually, um, make easier for you and this is why it's happening this is what we can do to help you feel better because we just want you to feel so 
healthy and strong we don't want that to be a hard experience for you right regardless of whatever like whatever it is no matter what it is um just always connect it to hey we love you and we want the best for you um and the second thing is if you're if you're wanting your kid to make a change you need to do it with them um, for me personally, I had to go gluten and dairy free and my family, um, was all kind of doing their own thing. So I was the only person that was gluten and dairy free and doing it alone was the hardest thing. Guys, it was so hard. Like I failed so many times and I felt bad when I was eating gluten or dairy and I knew I wasn't supposed to, but my body was like craving all of these unhealthy foods and I just wanted them so bad. And I just was like, no, you can't have them. They're bad foods you're not allowed them you know and so I just had this mentality that wasn't um I'd say productive for what I was trying to do and the changes I was trying to make but I was very aware of the changes that my body needed to I just didn't um I just mentally like didn't feel ready and capable to to make those at that time and I think that's okay it's as a little kid that's expected to make big changes it's it's okay. What I would have loved to experience more is just knowing that I didn't have to be perfect. Like I didn't have to eat perfectly. I didn't always have to like live up to this gluten and dairy free lifestyle, like doing it on my own as a little kid. Um, it would have been nice to have experienced just like knowing that it's okay if I, if I want a fun treat here and there, you know, and it's okay to have that, um, And I would have liked a recommendation from my parents to pay attention to how I felt after I ate those foods and not in a way that was bad, just like a regular, normal, everyday kind of conversation like, hey, how are you feeling? And like help your kids make connections to how they feel after the foods, after certain foods that they eat. Because as I started to pay attention to how I was feeling, that's what gave me the desire to eat better. That's what kind of motivated me to change um, and to eat better and because I wanted to feel better. I started to notice that I felt so much better when I was off certain foods. Um, and so then it wasn't like, oh, I'm not allowed to have these. It's like, hey, I can have them if I want them. I just like I just have to know that I'm not going to feel as good. I'm, I'm not going to feel as strong. And so now when holidays come around and it's like splurge moments, I'm like, I don't really want to splurge because... I don't want to feel sick for holidays, and so it's been really cool to have that mental shift. Um, so stay patient, moms, and if your kids going through this, like, stay patient and know your parents love you and they're doing their best. Um, I, I kind of went through a lot of eating disorders as a teenager just because having to restrict so much, and, and there was just, like, I mean, normal normal problems going on in the house, the problems that are seen pretty commonly, but it was just a lot going on, and it was always a bit of a stressful environment at home, and and I just didn't always feel um, loved, but I was a kid that kind of did my own thing, and my mom will say that. I always did my own thing, kind of led my own, my own path. I did, I always was so, so steadfast in what I wanted to do. Um, I was very independent, and so... I kind of turned to food for emotional support, you could say, and and that, I mean, dealing with that with food allergies is really hard. I think a lot of kids deal with that. They don't understand that all of the sugar is giving them this dopamine kick, and it's impacting their ability to learn, and yada, 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 like, it was just, um, 
yeah, it's something that's hard for kids to understand, and, like, they're not going to understand it, and guys know that it's okay, like, this isn't a path to perfection, okay, your kids are amazing how they are, and it's not like, oh, your kid isn't good enough, we have to change him, this is like, hey, you had the coolest ability to bring an amazing person into the world, and you're doing your very best to create a life for them that was better than yours, and you want the best for them, and you love them so much, and you're trying to help them progress and help them become the best versions of, the, of themselves, okay, this is, this is entirely what that's about, what this is about, not like, oh, my kid isn't good enough, oh, my kid is overweight, oh, my kid eats too much food, or my kid, yada, 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 no, like, this is all based around love, okay, this is all based around love, so I went to a Facebook group that kind of deals with similar issues in a way and I shared a bit of my story and got some some feedback with what other people were saying that was helpful so some of the good things that people mentioned was to sit your child down and be real be raw with them let them know what's going on explain to them what's going on and what changes will help them feel better and focus on helping them feel better Another one that I loved was cook and eat together. Eat together as a family because as they see everyone else eating healthy foods and they see see you eating healthy foods and well-balanced meals, um, which side note, make sure you have a good balance of proteins, healthy fats, carbs, like fruits and vegetables, all that good stuff. Make sure that there's a balance and that's going to help your your children's nutrition immensely. you might have to get creative with helping them get the things that they need. But as they see you eating and you, as you guys eat together, they're going to associate food with good and happy, positive energy and, and vibes in general. Um, and so with that, something that people said to avoid is rewarding or punishing your kids with food. Um, this is, I think this is really hard just because it's such an easy thing. Like, oh, like, hey, we had such a good day. Let's go get chocolate. Let's go get treats. You know, that's like something that everyone does so it's like no shame or anything it's just like hey we've all been there let's be super duper real we've all been there um but it's very easy for children to get um just like mental association with food meaning emotions food meaning like oh i'm sorry here i'm gonna give you this food to make it better like hey i love you so much so i went and i bought you this candy it's like that's a lot of people respond well right to that and stuff but it's because those things give a dopamine blast and so it amplifies whatever emotions we're feeling makes us feel better so it's natural for that to happen so once again not a guilt thing not a shame thing just a hey this is going to kind of mix up um, your children's emotions with foods and they're not going to be able to kind of tell the difference between eating to feel their fill their body with fuel or for fuel rather than eating for emotions and they'll be able to kind of pay attention and have a different mindset with with food um so that's something i kind of i think would have been really helpful it's just like having a good mindset towards food in general another thing is a lot of moms are like worried right and for me as well this happened a lot just like whenever you go out at school or whatever and everyone's eating their lunches and you have like that yucky healthy lunch and you're so embarrassed you're like oh i have like the stupidest lunch ever and everyone else has like cool chips and cookies and i'm like over here my lunch sucks and that's something that i definitely dealt with that i know a lot of moms are struggling with that um like not wanting their kids to feel left out okay there's two major fears that we face you guys have probably heard me say this before um 
But the first one is like the fear that if we do something wrong or if we fail, we're not going to be good enough. And second is the fear of being unloved. And like, we don't want that for kids, right? I'm not a mom, but like, I know I can imagine like for my kids in the future, I don't want them to have those fears, but I have to know that it's going to come at some point because it hits everybody. It's like not, it's not their thought. This thought has been running around people's minds for years and ages. Or, you know, it's just kind of how it, how it goes. But we don't want that for our kids. But a great way to kind of help with that situation is have healthy alternatives. Um, Find fun ways to make and replicate the same foods that they want. If they love cake, like, hey, just find like a healthier version. I don't love cake, but I love muffins. And so I found ways to have sweet potato muffins. And I'll blend sweet potatoes and spinach into them, freeze them, and they taste fantastic. Add some protein powder into them, and I get protein. I would have never guessed they're in them, and if kids have eaten them. So just find healthy alternatives, and it will require more time, energy, and sacrifice on your part as a parent. Um, But just remember the outcome in 20 years down the line okay little little changes and little sacrifices are worth it and that was something that people from these facebook groups said as well like it's gonna be really hard and it's really hard and we're sorry you're going through this right but they're like hey just know that it's always worth it it's always worth it okay it's always worth it so that's what i want to leave you guys with okay just just remember your kids are strong like if they're living in the world that they're living in today like they're strong kids they can handle a lot they can handle big challenges and you want to protect them you want to keep them safe you want to love them but don't be afraid to have hard conversations with them the only the only thing Kay, when you're having hard conversations just make sure they know how much you love them make sure they know that you are there to help love and support them and walk them through every step of the way and do it with them Make sure the whole family's doing it, okay? And it's going to be easier for you and for them. I promise you guys, as the whole family is doing that, that's when you're going to find the real strength to help whatever kid is struggling with that challenge. And it's going to help your whole entire family as well. It's going to be worth it, okay? So keep talking positively about their bodies and spreading love and no judgment, no hate, just love and unity and acceptance. And if you're overwhelmed and you need more of a personalized experience or just kind of conversation about this, I'm always open to chatting more. Um, just shoot me an email at kickstart.katie at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Um, I've got some discussion boards going. Feel free to join our private Facebook group, the Kickstart Katie Accountability Group. We'll chat more about what's going on. Um, chat more about questions. If you have any questions about this podcast, you can tune in there. DM me if you want personal coaching. If you're going through this and you want more of a personalized one-on-one experience, then I'm always here and so happy to help anybody that I can. Um, Because that's what I want to do. I just want to spread love. I want to spread light into the world. So I'd love to help you individually if you're looking for that. And I promise you that we'll be able to get you to the place that you want to be and get you to reaching your goals because you deserve that. Your family deserves that. Your kids or future kids deserve that. And the world is good. And it's just it's our job to go find the good and keep spreading the good as well. So thanks for tuning in. And I'll talk to you guys next time.